Hey, miserable bitches, we are back with another episode of Misery Manor. My name is Cody. My name is Emily. And before we get started, make sure you leave your manners at the door, please. And thank you. We are back, 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 back again, giving you a dose of what's happening. Oh my God. We hope you gobble till you wobble Thanksgiving. I don't. Comma Thanksgiving. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I she, do she, it every time. She time. does it because she knows it makes me mad. She does care about you all, obviously. Um, Yeah, we're back from Thanksgiving. Ate a lot of nasty food. I don't like Thanksgiving food. I'd rather have sushi. Yeah, me too. <laughs> or wings. You just spit on my forehead. That's what you get, honestly. Um, um, look. There's a hole in your shirt. Um, yeah, so we're back. We missed you. Thank you so much for um, being here. <laughs> and for rating, reviewing, and, and subscribing. subscribing. Yes, please get on that. Please get on that. I know all of y'all are posting y'all's top Spotify's, listening to, and tagging us in it. So, baby, while you're at it, just go ahead and click the five stars. Thank yes. you. So, um, before we get into this case, which I'm like super excited about, unlike any case that we've done before, I mean, I'm excited for to share all of these with you, but this one, like, is so bizarre and weird and not like anything that we've done before. So, I've been really excited to share this with you all. So, but before we get into that, Let's give some Patreon some shout outs. So we have Gabrielle and Brooke. Yep. Sent your stuff out. Sent your goodies out in the mail. So be on the lookout. Um, if any of you want to get exclusive episodes, we have a lot of bunch, a lot of bunch, a lot of them uploaded on our Patreon, which you can find in our bio on misery or at our Instagram at misery manor podcast. Um, or you can just type in Patreon misery manor and you'll see that too um we just recorded a really good episode over the tragic murder of judith barcy who is the voice of ducky in the land before time and it is a very 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 tragic and horrible case i mean none it's of these are peaches. unnecessary right and so um head on over to that would love to have you after this we are going to be taking a picture together me and emily for our christmas card <laughs> that we are going to be sending out to our patreon so if you want to put us on your fridge on your christmas tree you want to use us as a bookmark you want to what else can they do with it wipe their butt boy i mean <gasps> girl wipe their butt with it whatever you want honestly whatever you want to do with our photo you can do i don't agree with that but what they're not um, gonna fuck it <laughs> ew no but i mean what if someone was like i don't know did some weird voodoo shit. Oh, that's fine, too. Bring it. <laughs> we got the Lord on our side, honey. The voodoo won't work. So, Oh, my God. Sorry. Earlier when we were recording. Oh, yeah. Earlier when we were recording, we had a malfunction, to say the least. Emily recorded our new ad segment, and something happened with the computer, and it was like... <laughs> and it sounded like she was a chipmunk. Oh, ow. A chipmunk's uh sped up like times three it was it the was weirdest thing ever so weird so i was like lord don't do this to us today we have two <laughs> episodes to record i ain't got time for this so i 
said our prayer, crossed our legs and our knees and our hands, <laughs> shut down the computer, opened it up, and voila, it worked. <clears throat> Love it. All right. So after that, let's take it. This is going to be the opposite of peaches and creams and rainbows and sunshines. Right, okay. Okay. I'm re- kind of ready. So the case that we're going to be talking about today is centered around Anatoly Moskvin. That Does is that- a fake name. No. Does that name ring a bell? No bells. No bells are ringing. So this case is different, like I said, from any case that we've done, because this case does not involve a murder. It doesn't involve like a survivor or like, I mean, there's some haunting in it, but like, that's not the basis of it. No, nothing like that. So let's just get into it. So Anatoly was considered an expert on local cemeteries in Russia, Okay. but it turned out he was digging up the graves of deceased children and turning them into his own personal living dolls, which he called them um, and considered them his children. hate that. So let's get into some of the details about Anatoly. So Anatoly was born in the city of Gorky in Soviet Russia in 1966, which is now known as Nizhny Novogord. Probably messed that up, but I did the best I I can. we're not Russian. So as a young child, Anatoly had a very rough upbringing. So in third grade, he came home from school covered in bruises and blood and come to find out he had been sexually assaulted by a much older student, male student, who was never charged for this crime. And Anatoly kind of kept it to himself. Um, He was embarrassed. He was, you know, young. And to experience that is traumatizing at any age. But, you know. I mean, like, some kids don't even know that what is happening is wrong. Right. Exactly. So besides that, his parents knew from a very, very early age that something was just kind of off with Anatoly. But they couldn't, like, quite put their finger on it. Maybe they just thought he was kind of like a recluse or whatnot. But he was very intelligent. He excelled in school. He loved reading. He loved writing. He loved studying. Um, But sadly, he was often the victim of bullying and found himself very alone with little to no friends. But this is in the 70s. Uh, Yes, 70s, 66. So this is in the 70s, 80s. Yeah. They're not taking him like to be evaluated or anything like that. They're just thinking, okay, well, maybe he'll grow out of it, you know? So at a young age, though, Anatoly began wandering through cemeteries, particularly the Krasanya Etna Cemetery, which is the city's, like, one of the largest uh, cemeteries. This cemetery was his favorite. He loved this one. It was huge. Loved it. And something about the cemeteries really piqued his interest. So after graduating from the Philological Faculty of Moscow State University... Philosophical? Philosophical. Philological faculty of Moscow State University. No clue. Uh, Moskvin became very well known in many academic circles. So his main areas of academic interest were Celtic history and folklore. I'm Celtic. You are? I'm Irish. Oh, yeah. As well as languages and linguistics. So Anatoly actually spoke 13 different languages. And I can barely speak English. So Anatoly loved history and he took his passions into pleasure and taught history in college and was also a journalist. So Anatoly had a deep interest in cemeteries, burial rituals, death, and the occult. So inside his home, he kept a library of over 60,000 books and documents and there, as well as many large dolls, 
um, a very large doll collection throughout his home. So I like dolls. Anatoly dubbed himself as a necropolist, which is like a made up word to him, but it comes from the word necropolis, which is another word for a cemetery. So he's basically insinuating his fascination with the studies of cemeteries. Okay, but this those words sounded exactly the same. Polist, like O-L-Y-S, and then polis, P-O-L-I-S, which is an actual cemetery. So he's saying he is like practicing the study of those things. I feel like that has something to do with like the language that we don't get. Right. Could be. So as an adult, um, Anatoly led a very secluded life and mostly kept to himself. He never married or dated anyone and chose to live with his parents, too. So he never dabbled in drinking alcohol and smoking and was purposely a virgin. Oh, Many described Anatoly as a genius, eccentric, but very, very lonely. I mean. So Anatoly took his passion and love for the dead in cemeteries to very unhealthy levels because in 2011. He necroed. He was arrested after the bodies of 29 girls between the ages of 3 and 25 were found mummified in his apartment. 29 bodies? 29 bodies. Dolls. Okay, hang on. (laughs) And they're like, think of like... So mom and dad know. So I'm going to get into that because no, they do not know. So they know the dolls are there, but they don't know the origin of them. They (gasps) They don't know that they're real bodies? No, they thought he just had a fascination with dolls. So The smell. I'm going to get into that too. Digging it up. Well, they didn't help him with that. But hold on. I'm going to get to that. So before we get into all that, I'm going to take a step back and review where the obsession with this might have stemmed from. So Anatoly attributes his obsession with this. Attributes. Attributes his obsession with this to an incident that happened to him in 1979 when he was just a young boy at age 13. Okay. So Anatoly actually shared this story in like an article, like it was a publication called Necro necrologies which was dedicated to cemeteries and obituaries and one that anatoly contributed to often necrologies as a 13 year old this is in 1979 yeah i said he was 13 and he contributed to it no this is no no no. so this is he contributed to it when he was older Mm -hmm. but the situation in this article happened to him when he was okay 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 so in the article dated october 26 2011 (gasps) Anatoly shared a story of when he was 13 years old. He said that he was on his way home from school and he was caught observing about two dozen men dressed in black robes, chanting and singing in an unknown language and burning candles over a coffin as if some sort of like ritual. So he's like looking behind bushes and they go up to him and they like catch him and they went up to him. They like grabbed him. They said, we want to show you something. Come with (gasps) us. So the men in black, uh, black robes led Anatoly over to this burial site of 11-year-old Natasha Petrova, who had passed away from electrocution from when she stepped out of her bathtub and stepped on a loose cable. Oh, my God. So the men in robes then dragged young Anatoly to her coffin, where they forced him to kiss the girl's <gasps> corpse. Why would they do that? These were adult so- It was men? some sort of a ritual, like cult like black magic so anatoly cried and he pleaded with them he was like please let me go i don't want to do this like please no 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 i can't but the men and the parents of the young girl insisted that he did no ma'am so the mother of the deceased gave him an apple 
kissed his forehead and told him that if he kissed her dead daughter, she would give him candy, sweets, and even money. So again, he cried and cried and refused to kiss the dead girl, but the men in black robes started praying and singing in a language that scared him. So he said, quote, an adult pushed my head down to the waxy forehead of the girl in an embroidered cap, and there was nothing I could do but kiss her as I was ordered. Anatoly said, quote, I kissed her once, then again, then again. So the girl's grieving mother then, this is weird, then put a wedding ring on Anatoly's finger and a wedding ring on the dead daughter's finger and officiated a marriage between Anatoly and his now dead bride, Natasha. Wait, the mom officiated? The mom, the mom did. Wow, in the 70s? That's nuts. Well, I'm sure it wasn't an official, official thing, but like whatever they were believing in happened so once he had kissed the the young girl and the ceremony was over they gave him some money a fruit basket candy and made anatoly promise that he would not tell a soul about what had happened for at least 40 days that is so oh i wonder if she's going to come back to life (laughs) so terrified and scared Anatoly went home and began having nightmares for months to follow, and he believed in his heart that he was actually married to this dead girl. He was like, oh my god, I'm literally married to a dead girl. Like, what the fuck? So he began having nightmares that Natasha would come and visit him, and she told him to go back to her gravesite, learn black magic from her so that she could come back to life. He told her no and refused But then he said it escalated and the ghost of Natasha would visit him at night and be very upset and adamant that he visit her grave. So after being haunted for one year by the ghost of Natasha, the ghost finally told him that he could pass the burden of this to someone else. So he was instructed by her to perform a ritual involving a tooth from one of his classmates. So she was like, you need to get the tooth of one of your classmates. Um, Now, I wasn't able to find out how he got this tooth, but he got a tooth. And when he did, she told him that the tooth, um, now the ghost, now she will go to the uh, person who the tooth belonged to. So from that day that the ritual took place with the tooth, Natasha never visited him him in his dream again. So he said, quote, my strange marriage with Natasha Petrova was very useful. So Anatoly said in the article that he said it led to a belief in magic and ultimately a fascination with the dead. From then on, Anatoly began to wander through cemeteries as a schoolboy, learning and studying the layout, the grave sites, the deceased, everything about it. He was so intrigued. So this interest even informed, um, even like helped his studies. And Anatoly eventually earned an advanced degree in Celtic studies, a culture whose mythology often blurs the lines between life and death. And as mentioned earlier, he went on to learn 13 languages uh, and was many times a published scholar all around this whole cemetery thing. So Anatoly spent his spare time roaming from cemetery to cemetery. He later went on to say, quote, I don't think anyone in the city knows them better than I do. So from 2005 to 2007, Anatoly claimed to have visited 752 cemeteries all across Nizhny Novgorod, Russia. 700? 752 cemeteries. So when he would go to the cemeteries, he took detailed notes on each one and would research the histories of those buried there. He would find out about their family life, where they lived, 
how they died, how others thought of them, everything. He would interview people that knew them. Like he wanted to know everything about these people. So he was so dedicated to his work that he claimed to have walked up to 20 miles per day, sometimes sleeping on hay, hay bales and drinking water from uh, rain puddles. Ew. So some of the locals offered him a place to stay or like even a ride around town, but he pl- uh, politely declined. It was like, no, yeah, I just feel like that's unnecessary. What part? <laughs> like drinking water from a out rain. Of the, and yeah. like, well, because he couldn't walk bell. all the way back home. So he's just like, I'm going to camp out here, essentially. We'll get a hotel. So anytime that he was questioned by police for being in the cemetery, he explained to him his career and that it was for his studies. And so they just kind of let him continue. So, because remember, at this point, he's not digging up anything. He's literally just writing in his notebook. So there was nothing too alarming. So Anatoly posted a docu-series of his travels and discoveries entitled, quote, Great Walks Around Cemeteries and, quote, What the Dead Said. A video series? Docu-series. Are we going to watch it? We can watch it. So these continue to be published in weekly newspapers. So Anatoly's fascination for cemeteries and the dead prompted him to spend one night sleeping in a coffin just before a deceased person's funeral. Mm Because you know how they bring all that before? Yeah, he spent the night in one. So Anatoly's observations were more than just observations because in 2009, locals began to discover the graves of their loved ones desecrated, sometimes completely dug up with the body completely missing. So now he's taking it a lot further and actually digging up the graves. I'm just like, where is he taking them? Does he sling them over his back? Does he have a bag? Does he wheel them in a wheelbarrow? Like, Yep, I'm going to get to that. So Russian Interior Ministry spokesman General Valery Gerbakan told CNN that initially, quote, our leading theory was that it was done by some extremist organization. We decided to beef up our police units and set up groups composed of our most experienced detectives who specialize in extremist crimes. They thought maybe it was like a weird cult, some sort of weird thing going on. So for nearly two years, Um, these leads went nowhere. So graves continued to be desecrated and no one knew why. Then a break in the investigation came following a terrorist attack at the airport in Moscow in 2011. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. So shortly afterward, authorities heard reports of Muslim graves being desecrated um, and investigators were led to a cemetery where someone was painting over the pictures of dead Muslims, but not damaging anything else. And that person they thought was Anatoly Moskvin. So on November 2nd, 2011, eight police officers raided his apartment. What they found shocked them all and shook the fucking world and shook all of y'all listening. Wait, does he still live with his parents at the yeah, time? Yeah, so they like lived together, but they would leave to go. They had another home somewhere too. So like through like May to August, they would be gone. And so yeah. he would be there for parts of the time by himself. So Anatoly, who was 45 years old at this point, lived with his parents in this small apartment. And this this apartment is like ratty. I'm going to show you photos. His parents said that he was very lonely and something of a pack rat. So inside, authorities found 29 life-size doll-like figures throughout the uh, apartment that raised some suspicion. Because at this point, they don't know that they're the dolls like are they don't know that they're human remains not yet not yet so these figures resembled antique dolls they wore fine and varied clothing and were well put together some of the dolls wore knee-high boots 
others had makeup on over their uh like makeup on and eyelashes and muskman had covered them in fabric some had bright red lipstick eyeshadow nail polish everything he had also hidden their hands in fabric so the cops were not too concerned with the dolls at first i mean they were probably thinking why is this 45 year old man playing with so many dolls but after further investigation after like handling the dolls they were quick to find out that these were actually mummified corpse of human girls i have to see what they look like right can i please look it up uh, well i have some photos that i shared for you and i'm going to show them to you when i get into what they look like <laughs> so to the police's surprise when the dolls moved when they moved one of the dolls it played music oh as if on cue also inside the chest of many of the dolls anatoly had planted little music boxes and voice boxes stop so around his room there were photographs and plaques taken of the gravestones doll making manuals and maps of local cemeteries all around his apartment police even discovered that the clothes worn by the mummified corpse were in the clothes in which they were buried in or some that he had found from his trash from the trash so Investigators later found music box boxes and toys inside of the bodies of the dead girls so that they could be so that they could pr produce sounds when Anatoly touched them or moved them as if they were alive because to him he they were his children. So there were also personal belongings and clothing inside some of the mummies. One doll had a piece of her own gravestone with her name written on it inside her body. The other doll had her hospital death tag with the date and the cause of the girl's death and a dried human heart was found in inside of another body. I'm just confused. Like he did the mummification. Yeah. So I'm going to get into that. So I'm sure that's what I've literally put next. I'm sure you're thinking, what did he use to mummify these corpses? And let me tell you, he didn't do a good job. <laughs> like this is what he had looked up to like. Did it stink? Was it stinky? So it wasn't to like the extent that you would think so like i'm going to show you this is one of the dolls oh. with her big lips and i'm going to post all these on our instagram so here's another one see how they're like in like actual clothing oh, I hate that one i hate that one this one has a bear face attached to it oh. you're gonna hate this next one well here's the close-up of one you're gonna who hate, is that you're gonna hate this one. Oh. yeah she's she got the shit end of the deal that's him yes okay can you make that face so no so anatoly admitted to police that he would stuff the decayed corpse with rags then he would wrap nylon tights around their faces or plaster other doll faces onto them he would also insert buttons or toy eyes into the girl's eye sockets so that they could quote watch cartoons with me anatoly said that he loved his girls though there were a few dolls in the garage that he claimed to just kind of dislike over to him, over the years probably but, that chicken fingered one but to him they were his children and he fully believed it okay so he's like an abusive father <laughs> what do you mean well he put the ugly ones in the basement no they were all over the house like they were in the mom's he just you just said that the ones that oh he, like... that he didn't like he put him in the um yes. garage so when the police were finally able to sit down with him, they were like, why, why did you do this? What was the purpose? He said he dug up the graves of girls because he was lonely. He said he was single and his biggest dream was to have children, but he didn't want to have sex. So come to find out, buddy, that's how you do it. 
But come to find out, Russian adoption agencies wouldn't let Anatoly adopt the child because he didn't make enough money and they were worried that he would not be able to support a family. So they're like, nope, sorry, probably for a good reason. So Anatoly also added that he had dug up the graves of young girls and turned them into dolls because he was waiting for black magic or for science to find a way to bring the dead back to life. So in the meantime, he said that he used a simple solution of salt and baking soda to preserve the girls. He said he sang with the dolls. He watched TV with the dolls. He ate with them. He told jokes to them. And he even celebrated the birthdays of his dolls as if they were his own children. So Anatoly told police that his obsession began by searching for obituaries of recently deceased children in the area. So when he found an obituary that, quote, spoke to him, he would sleep on the child's grave in order to determine if the spirit wished to be brought back to life. Anatoly claimed that he had been doing this for around 20 years and insisted that when he began, he never dug up a grave without the permission from the child. How traumatizing for the family oh, who have lost a child. And you're digging it up and stuffing it. So as he grew older, it became physically painful for him to sleep on the grave. So he began bringing the dead bodies home where it would be more comfortable to sleep near them to get a vibe if they wanted to be saved. He hoped the spirits would be more willing to speak in a safe, welcoming home and that they might be easier to hear when they are no longer underground. This man was a college professor? Right. Okay. But he was so obsessed with like, cemetery and like black magic he got so wrapped up in it he literally thought he was speaking to these girls so oddly enough anatoly's parents claimed to not know of anything of the true origin of uh, his dolls his mom elvira who was 76 years old said quote we saw these dolls but we did not suspect suspect that they were dead bodies inside we thought it was his hobby to make such big dolls and did not see anything wrong with it I'm sorry. I feel like they're dumb. So Anatoly had even placed one of his dolls in his parents' room that overlooked them as they slept. Absolutely. Fuck not. So Elvira did go on to tell reporters that she would hear Anatoly laugh and talk and like speak with the dolls daily and that she would say to him, quote, are you a child? Why do you play with them so much? So in another instance, his aunt visited the family, and when they all sat down for dinner, Anatoly grabbed one of his favorite dolls named Masha and sat her down at the table to eat with them. And he said, hello, this is Masha. Do not be afraid. She will not hurt you. She's hungry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. My aunt would have been like, I am sorry. Come again. What is that? Especially, Did he use their real names? Yes, he kept their names. Because to them, they were still alive. So he wouldn't rename them. If your name was Emily and he dug your body up, you would still be Emily. Can we him, not say it? Because like to I'm... him, they were still alive. So the shoes in his apartment matched the footprints in the snow and dirt near the graves. So police knew without a doubt that they had their found their grave robber. So in all, authorities discovered 29 life-size dolls in Anatoly's apartment. So they ranged in age from three all the way to 25. So if he has a 25-year-old, that's a big-ass doll. And they had all died. He was obsessed with ones that had died from violent, violent reasons. So one corpse he kept for nearly nine years, and Anatoly was aware that he was committing a crime, but felt that the dead children were, quote, calling out to be rescued and believed that rescuing the children was more important than obeying the law. 
So when you said that one he kept for nine years, does that mean it was just nine years prior to him being caught? Right. Or did he dispose of some of them? I'm thinking he probably had to dispose for some, uh, some you know, after I just a while. Wonder how, ow, I just wonder how he did that. So um, Anatoly was charged with a dozen crimes, all of which dealt with the desecration of graves. So the Russian media called him Lord of the Mummies. So news spread throughout the community quickly, because, hello, what the fuck? And his neighbors were shocked and grossed out, to say the least. They said that Anatoly was quiet and that Mosk- uh, that his parents were uh, nice people and they would have never suspected something like that occurring from inside of their home. So some of the neighbors did say that a rancid smell uh, like came from his apartment whenever he opened the door and said that it was, quote, stink of something that rots only in basements. So, and like, but like, if I smelled that and I walked into my child's home, been like, what the fuck is that smell? But like, nobody did, like the parents were just kind of oblivious to if it. If I walked into anywhere and it smelled, I would be turning around and leaving. Right, I'd be like, Bleh! I can't do the stinkies. The stinkies. So Anatoly's editor at Necroologies, Alexei Yisin, didn't say anything of his writer's, like, what whereabouts. So he said, quote, many of his articles enlighten his sensual interest in deceased young women, which I took for romantic and somewhat childish fantasies the talented writer emphasized. So he described the hor- uh, um, Anatoly, <laughs> almost said historian, he described Anatoly to have works but never would have imagined that he was mummifying 29 young women and girls so in court anatoly confessed to 44 counts of abusing graves and dead bodies he said to the victim's parents quote you abandoned your girls i brought them home and warmed them up oh shut the fuck up (laughs) anatoly was diagnosed with schizophrenia and sentenced to time in a psychiatric ward following his sentencing okay as of september 2018 he was faced with the opportunity to continue psychiatric treatment in his home however the victim's families think that he deserved a lot harsher punishment so one of anatoly's first dolls was made from the dead body of olga chard chardmova who was 10 years old when she passed. So she was killed the first time her parents allowed her to go on a walk by herself to her grandparents. Oh my goodness. So at first they did not let her, but she cried and said, quote, I am 10 already. I can go by myself. So they gave in and let her go. So Olga packed up her favorite green bag and set off to walk only one block away to her grandparents' home. However, when she was leaving, she was approached by a man who stole her earrings and beat her with the metal rod killed her and then stuffed her in the metal pipes of a nearby building so olga's parents had built this like metal fence around olga's grave and began painting it and like add some color to it just to add like some beauty to you know their daughter's grave site so on the uh so on the day that they were actually supposed to finish the painting they noticed that the wreath that they had placed on her tomb had been moved as if someone had been there So shortly after, each time they would visit the grave, then they started finding little handwritten notes addressing Olga as, hey, little lady. And also congratulating her on special events as if she was still alive. So Olga's parents said that he left handwritten notes on her grave for every holiday, her birthday, the first day of school, and the last day of school. And each letter started with, 
Hey, little lady, and ended with love your kind angel. I'm going to start calling you little lady. <laughs> I'm going to call you big lady. <gasps> so Natalia, Olga's mother, believes Anatoly should stay locked up for the rest of his life. She said, quote, this creature brought fear, terror, and pain into my life. I shudder to think that he will have freedom to go wherever he wants. Neither my family nor the families of the victims will be able to sleep peacefully. He needs to be kept under surveillance. I insist on a life sentence, only under medical supervision without the right of free movement. So local prosecutors agreed with her statement, even though psychiatrists say Anatoly, who's now in his 50s, is improving and is doing quite well. So since his prosecution, several of Anatoly's colleagues quit their collaborations with him. No shit. So sadly, though, his parents live in almost complete isolation as their community ostracizes them like daily. So That's the way sad. that community is treating them is horrible to the point that Anatoly's mom even suggested that her and her husband just go ahead and kill themselves <gasps> oh, no. um, to just get away from the pain that they were because they were like walking to the grocery store and people were throwing things at them or you know harming them or trying to like run them off the road um, so when That's she suggested sad. that the the husband like refused and was like no we're not gonna you know we didn't do anything you know so both are in a very unhealthy condition following his arrest. His father su suffered a massive heart attack and his mother is dealing with severe mental health issues. And many people say she's kind of like in a zombie state. She's just yeah. not herself. And they're pushing like 85. That's so sad. So Anatoly allegedly told authorities not to bother reburying the girls too deeply as he will simply just dig them back up when he's released. Quote, I still find it hard to grasp the scale of his sickening work, but for nine years he was living with my mummified daughter in his bedroom. One of the moms said, quote, I had her for 10 years and he had her for nine. Stop. Yeah. And that's the end of it. I hated that a lot. And I like dolls. Well, yeah, you have a doll hanging from your ceiling fan. Oh, she's been packed. Um, titty grandma but like these dolls are insane and um i'm gonna show you so the girl I that i see anymore no, no no the girl that i was showing you like the um chicken wings no the girl that got beat and stuffed into the pipe mm -hmm. so that was her and then that's the doll that he made of her so like this girl right here so you can see like it doesn't look like them but it's still horrifying but all of these photos i'm gonna post on our instagram at misery manor podcast um so yeah, next time you buy a doll at an antique store, think twice. Could be a mummified. Smell it. Smell it. Open it up. Kiss it. Well, don't kiss it because then you might be doing this too. All right. Mm. Bye. Have Bye. a lovely rest of your weekend. Week and weekend.